Welcome to the Crush the Fuck podcast. This is Justin Spencer. Today, I'm hitting on a topic that I really, really feel passionate about. And that's that nobody should feel shame about having anxiety, depression, or other mental illnesses. Nobody should feel shame or feel ashamed to suffer from ADHD, anxiety, depression, schizophrenia, PTSD. Everyone has something that they're battling inside. It takes many different forms and affects us all in so many different ways. But make no mistake about it, ladies and gentlemen, this is medical, not moral. And what I mean by that, these are chemicals in our brain. For some reason, we have this stigma, this, this feeling of being ashamed, embarrassed for having this mental crutch that we have to deal with in order to somewhat or somehow get to a level of happiness that we perceive, and perceive is the key word, that we perceive other people having. That our happiness, our, in, our inability to be happy all the time, our inadequacies, the shortcomings, we feel ashamed of those. Medical, not moral. Chemical imbalances in the brain. Just like someone who suffers from diabetes, someone who suffers from um, any disability of any kind, if that's what you even want to call it, a disability, or how about it's just fucking life? It's not a disability when everyone has something. It's life. But for some reason, We've convinced ourselves that we should be shameful, embarrassed. And that shame of having anxiety, depression, feeling withdrawn, it drives you to feel loneliness. How many of you out, how many of you out there have experienced what I'm talking about? I'm sitting here right now, my eyes closed. I'm just trying to walk through my own experiences, trying to share that path with you right now. How many of you just feel like you're so anxious from the moment you wake up that you aren't yourself, that you aren't you, and you know the optimal you. You know the amazing you. And damn, this anxiety creeps in. And I talk about anxiety often on this podcast, and I use it as a very, very generalized term. Again, like I said in the opening, it takes many forms, different shapes and sizes, and affects us in different ways. But that shame will drive you to loneliness. You wake up, you feel like you don't even recognize yourself, not physically, but emotionally, mentally. You start to feel unimportant. You start to have this feeling of like, 
you can't even control yourself. You can't even get a hold of yourself. You're barely, barely above water. You're getting just enough air before you go back down again. All the time. Sure, you have some great days, some great moments where those, those thoughts are fleeting. But how many of us experience that loneliness? That loneliness is best described by nobody understanding you, feeling like you're the only person who's suffering from this, which then causes jealousy of others. And what I mean by that, jealousy of others, we start to look at people in a crowd that are smiling. You're walking through a club. Everybody's happy. They're dancing. You're at a concert. Everyone's singing along. You're driving down the street. People are running and laughing. Everybody except you. You're the only one suffering. You're the only one who's, quote unquote, not normal. These fucked up chemical imbalances in our brain have convinced us that we are not normal. They've convinced us that everybody else's life is superior to ours. Not that the poor person is more important, but their happiness meter is pegged. Well, ours is running out of gas. You follow me at home? You following what I'm saying? We're lonely. We're jealous of others. We're not important. And we sure as hell aren't normal. We've convinced ourselves. We've convinced ourselves that our disability isn't like having hypoglycemia or diabetes. It's not like having a walking impairment, a speech impediment, being deaf. Ours is shameful. You can't talk about it. There's no shame in walking up to someone saying, I'm diabetic. There's no shame in walking up to someone saying, I'm hard of hearing. So why are we so fucking concerned that people are not going to feel that we are normal because we suffer from anxiety? Because we have sad days and sad moments. Because we have depth. Because fear for us is real, not just a word, but a feeling. Are your thoughts true? Are your thoughts of loneliness, not being important and jealousy of others? Are you not normal? Are your thoughts true? The things that you fear most, the things that concern you, the things that you think about the moment you wake up. Bam! You get hit by it like a fucking car. Immediately overwhelmed. You haven't even brushed your teeth yet and your heart's already racing. Are the thoughts that you're getting at that moment, are they real? Are they true? We know you're having them. But are the things you're concerned about really a reality? Most likely, I'll bet the house on it that they're not. Because we are in a medical 
issue, not a moral issue. There's no moral... There is no moral accord. There's no moral negatives. There's no moral compass that points to having a mental roadblock, be it anxiety or depression, that should ever suggest that you should be ashamed to have anxiety or depression. Because all you, excuse my French motherfuckers listening to this, have had it or are having it. Don't listen to me. Listen with me. I'm talking to myself as I talk to you. This is medical. It's simply a chemical imbalance in your brain, no different than somebody who has diabetes. Why are we so ashamed? Your thoughts aren't true. That chemical imbalance is playing tricks on your mind. I know, I know, I know. It's so hard to understand that. I know it's almost impossible to wrap yourself, to wrap your mind around the idea that this emotion, which is a chemical, it's no different than when you experience a panic attack. When you're having that panic attack, holy shit, is it real? Oh, you for sure are gonna die tonight. We're going down. This is the one. No way I don't die in this panic attack. But you know you're not going to. But your thoughts are so real in your mind, you can't distinguish between real and false. You need to ask yourself, are your thoughts real? Are what you're going through real? I believe in realistic thinking over positive thinking. Meaning, be real about it. Yeah, I got fucking anxiety. It sucks. It's not always easy. Yeah, I, I get depressed once in a while. I get in ruts. That's what, okay, admit that. Positive thinkers are like, I'm fine. And they never actually accept the fact that, hey, you're a human being. It's okay. It's okay to have these feelings. The more positive we think, and I'm, what I mean by this, I want, I want to tread lightly, or I should say I want to tread carefully to make sure I get my point across so you don't misconvey what I'm saying about positive thinking. It's great to be positive. It's great to be ambitious. It's great to have these ideas of all these beautiful things you're going to do in the world in the future. But what I'm talking about positive thinking is don't, don't falsify your emotions. Don't sell yourself short. Be a realistic thinker. Be, expose the fact. Hey, yeah, listen, I feel like shit today. Be open about it. Doesn't mean be Debbie Downer. Don't be afraid to talk to people that you care about. Share with them what you're going through. You're probably going to find out they're dealing with the same thing as well. Be a realistic thinker. Not an unrealistic positive thinker. Be real with yourself. Be honest with yourself. My whole point with today's message 
is to rid yourself of shame. To stop feeling unnormal. To expose the fact to the world that you suffer. And it doesn't mean, hey, feel bad, look at me. Don't feel bad. Guys, listen to me. I suffer all the time. People that are closest to me know it's a lifelong struggle for me. Great weeks, bad weeks, good days, bad days, funks, unfunks, top of Everest, fucking underground. I'm everywhere. I don't want anybody to feel bad for me. I love my life. I love my peaks and valleys. I love the depth that I have. And because of those, those emotions, those experiences, and taking this journey, I can convey this to you and know, hey, I'm not a doctor. I didn't have to study this shit. I live it. And when you live something and you're not ashamed of it, it does not take hold of you. Doesn't make it easy to get over. It doesn't make the obstacle go away, but it lowers the bar. It makes it realistic. Be realistic. Be real with yourself. And stop being ashamed of the fact that you have something that most everyone else does. Next time you're walking through a party and everybody's tapping wine glasses and everybody's all dressed up in their perfectly big smiles and they're living the life, I want you to know that over half of those motherfuckers are scared shitless. They feel ashamed themselves and they think you, who's also putting on a facade smile, are one of the positive happy ones. So if everybody's playing actor and actress, we always think that everybody else's life is great but ours. Truth be told, we're all in this together. The shame of feeling this way has to go away and it has to end now and it starts with you. Thanks for tuning in. I hope you guys get a chance to pick up my book, One Life, One Legacy. It's a phenomenal read. Get it at chaosandkindness.com. I'll sign it for you and I'll send it your way. You guys have a wonderful day. You've been listening to the Crush the Fuck Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and visit chaosandkindness.com for more.